0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of sniffing lines. This is your boy. Hunter Mickles Boy, let me tell you we got a jam-packed episode tonight We got locks of the week our six locks of the week. We got my best bets besides my locks and most importantly I have a guest interview with this week's guest picker my good buddy, one of my best friends, Noah Schlater. We picked 10 games. Probably 10 of the best games this week. We saved Iowa, Iowa State for last. Because, you know, as you guys know, I'm an Iowa fan. He's an Iowa State fan. We had to save that one for last. We talked we talked a lot. We had some fun. We we shot the shit a little bit. We talked some shit about a certain coach. Like, you guys are gonna love that. You're gonna love that interview, trust me. But uh, let's just jump right into it. Let's get this going. Because so we had about an 18-minute interview, I think. We're going to start with the locks. Uh going first is Tate. He's in first place at 3-0. He's got Notre Dame minus 7 at NC State. He said Notre Dame looked great, expecting them to keep the offense hot and easily cover. North Carolina State looked meh. And he just doesn't think they'll keep it competitive. Simple as that. So Notre Dame minus seven. He's got Cal plus six and a half. At home against Auburn, he said Auburn's defense struggled against the run against UMass. Uh, he just he's not bought into Auburn since, like I said, they they've only played UMass. He just he's not quite bought into them yet. Uh, he said Cal's offense caught fire in the second half, which they did. They put up like 55 plus points against North Texas last week. North Texas isn't a pushover. North Texas is a pretty good team. Um, he thinks Cal's going to stay hot. Cover the six and a half against Auburn. And then he's got Illinois at Kansas under 58 and a half. He doesn't think it'll be a shootout. I'd have to agree with him I like the under a lot in that game, especially if Jalen Daniels for Kansas does not play So his three Notre Dame minus seven Cal plus six and a half and Illinois at Kansas under 58 and a half Second tied for second my buddy Jake Healy at two and one He also has Notre Dame minus seven at North Carolina State doesn't leave a comment on it, but we just talked about it. So you guys get it. He's got James Madison Minus six at Virginia. He's a, just a vibe bet. Fuck Virginia is what he told me uh, Fair enough. I like it. I like it and then he's got Nebraska plus three at Colorado He, he says it's just a bias bet. He like I said, he went to Nebraska uh, So he's he likes him a little bit. He, he's he's a little he's got a crush on Nebraska a little bit he likes Matt rule so He's got Notre Dame minus seven James Madison minus six and Nebraska plus three Uh, Tied for second up next my buddy Nick Ryder who is also two and one. He's got Texas State at UTSA he's got UTSA minus twelve and a half He said Texas State coming back down to earth this week after a big win against Baylor last week thinks UTSA will challenge Tulane this year for the American Conference uh, title and they also play in the Alamo Dome, which is a very tough place to play. I agree with that. I like UTSA this week, especially after losing against Houston last week. So UTSA minus 12.5. He's got Oregon minus 6.5 at Texas Tech. He said he, "He said it's not your father's Texas Tech anymore. There's no more run-and-gun air raid. Uh, he said it's a brand-new Texas Tech team. It's no more of that. Said Tyler Shaw, Tyler show however you say it, or revenge game maybe uh, against Oregon. But said it doesn't matter. Bo Nix and crew will outduel Shaw or Shaw and win by at least a touchdown. I agree. Oregon's a good team. Uh, I, I, I agree with that one. Um, Iowa at Iowa State under 36 and a half is his last lock. I agree with this one. Uh, he said top 10 defenses, mid to below average offenses, and new clock rules. It's too easy. It's free money. I agree. Iowa at Iowa State under 36 and a half. So he had UTSA minus 12 and a half, Oregon minus minus six and a half and Iowa at Iowa State under 36 and a half. Uh, another tied for a second. Uh, myself, Hunter. Uh, my first is Nebraska at Colorado over 58 and a half. Uh, I don't think Nebraska defense is, is that good. Um, I really don't I think last week against Minnesota was just a battle of two very bad offenses I think Minnesota's defense is actually pretty good, but I think Nebraska's defense just is not really that good I don't think they're gonna be good enough to keep up with um, Colorado and slow them down So I think Colorado is gonna make Nebraska turn this into a little bit of a shootout which is not what Nebraska wants but uh, I, I Think the over in that game is very very good. I think it could be like forty to thirty, something like that. Like I like it. I have Utah minus seven and a half at Baylor. Uh, Baylor's starting quarterback is out for probably two to three weeks, and I, they lost to Texas State last week. I know it's a bounce back game for them; they're a wounded animal. I just don't think that's enough. They're missing their starting quarterback. Their backup has played in two games in his career. Both games, he's thrown no more than twelve passes, and he has an interception in both of them. That is not a good stat, especially when you are playing a very good Utah defense. Um, I think they, I think Utah can run away with it if their offense uh, plays up to par. And then I have Texas A&M minus four and a half at Miami. I believe A&M is much improved this season. I really do. Uh, I think this is a very big bounce back season for them after last year. And Miami played eighteen true freshmen in week one. And a lot of those same guys are going to be seeing valuable reps in week two this week against a and I, I just got to go with my gut here and I got to pick um, I got to pick the more experienced team. I, I had Texas am has got more talent. They're more experienced I, I think Jimbo Fisher is a better coach than Mario Cristobal They got Bobby Petrino as an offensive coordinator now. I think AM's offense is gonna be pretty damn good this year I think they cover four and a half uh, against Miami at Miami so my three Nebraska at Colorado over 58 and a half Utah minus seven and a half at Baylor and Texas A&M minus four and a half at Miami and Then the last guy that's tied for a second my buddy Blake He's also two and one. He's got Utah at Baylor. He's got Baylor plus eight um, He thinks The Utah uh, just they had they haven't covered an out-of-conference game as a favorite in three years. He's big into that stat Um, Thinks it's a big Baylor bounce-back opportunity Um, Public loves Utah. They really do and he thinks Baylor will keep it close. So I I'd be alright with him pushing and me covering mine. I don't care about that He can he can have a tie as long as I get a win. So uh, Baylor plus eight And he's got Nebraska plus three at Colorado, and let me tell you guys, he digs into Colorado big time here. He says it's a sucker line, perfect money making situation. Everybody's betting Colorado. I agree. Everybody is betting Colorado. I think they deserve to get bet, but I agree with him there. Heisman bets on Shadira Sanders, which I think you're just throwing money away for doing that. So I agree. Futures to make the college football playoff. He says get the fuck out of here Get the fuck out of here with all that bullshit is what he said get the fuck out of here with that bullshit He ain't bought, He ain't bought into Colorado yet. I don't agree with him You know, he's like they beat a bad TCU team who only returned three starters. I agree with that Nebraska lost a tough one. They're a well coached team. He really likes Matt rule I like Matt rule as well, but I fucking hate Nebraska so I'm just not going to agree with him, but he's got Nebraska plus three And then his last lock, which I, I do agree with um, Illinois plus three and a half at Kansas. He said big boy Big Ten football, even though they lost Chase Brown Reggie love the third fills in great for him. Reggie love the third is a baller in the backfield for him. You can't forget Luke Altmyer the transfer from Ole Miss uh, quarterback had a great game in the air last week, also added 76 yards on five attempts rushing. Like, Illinois runs the ball a lot. They got a massive mismatch in the trenches. He thinks Illinois has got NFL caliber offense linemen. I would have to agree with him. Kansas has a really bad rush defense. 122nd rush defense in the country last season. He thinks Illinois runs all over him. Um, he thinks Big Ten smash mouth football will win this one. I agree. He's taking money line action as well free fucking money, but his play is Illinois plus three and a half. So his three Baylor plus eight Nebraska plus three and Illinois plus three and a half. I like his plays a lot. I really do besides the fucking Nebraska one Fuck Nebraska. All right. Oh And the guy dead last my buddy CJ went one and two last week we're gonna start it off. He's got Nebraska plus the three at Colorado. These guys are just trying to lose money I think holy shit Shader Sanders is gonna run for 150 yards throw for 350 yards Travis Hunter is gonna have two pick sixes No, I'm just playing I'm just playing CJ's got Nebraska plus three Then he's got NC State plus seven at home against Notre Dame. So that goes against a couple of people's picks um, So there we go. And then he's got Bama minus seven at home against Texas. I really like this play uh, I talk about it in the guest interview a little bit. Um, I really like Bama a lot. He doesn't give any explanation on this, but I will for him in case he just forgot to send this. Uh, Bama secondary is extremely underrated. Quint Ewers has to have an outstanding game for them to even have a chance to win this game. I think Bama secondary is going to not let him have an outstanding game. I think Bama. I think it's gonna be a close game in the fourth quarter. Don't get me wrong, but I think Bama kind of pulls away. Like wins by two scores maybe, something like that. So CJ's got Nebraska plus three, NC State plus seven, and Alabama minus seven. And then my other best plays, I'm seven and seven on the season if you count the locks. So not bad, 50%. It's only going to go up from here, guys. I can promise you that. I was worse than this at this time last year, so it's improvements. But I'm only going to go up. This is adding on to the three I gave out the other day Which were Oklahoma State minus three and a half Charlotte plus 24 and a half, and Tulsa plus 35 and a half. I Have Appalachian State plus 18 and a half at North Carolina I think North Carolina has a little fall back to earth here app states no walk in the park They're not gonna be all up and at it like they were for the South Carolina game. I also don't think their defense is all that good. I think uh, the nine sacks kind of had something to do with South Carolina's offensive line just being a bunch of pushovers, basically. Uh, So I have Appalachian State plus 18.5. Then I have Liberty minus 10.5 versus New Mexico State. And Mississippi State minus 10.5 versus Arizona. So my six bets this week, besides my locks Oklahoma State minus 3.5, Charlotte plus 24.5. Tulsa plus 35 and a half, App State plus 18 and a half, Liberty minus 10 and a half and Mississippi State, <clears throat> excuse me, Mississippi State minus 10 and a half. I think I go on this week, I really do. Now that I say that, I'll probably lose every bet, so fade me if you want. Or if you're riding with Hunter, fucking follow me and we're going to win some goddamn money this week. But uh up next, we got a very special Special interview. It's my first ever interview on this podcast last year and this year included. I Got my good buddy Noah Schlater on we talked 10 games I'm doing a little bit of a Money situation I'm gonna get eight or nine other guest pickers this season and then I'm gonna give you guys the winner a cash prize at the end so but that, That'll that do it. Um That'll do it for the cash prize talk. That's all you guys get to hear um, But up next We got my buddy Noah Schlater, uh, enjoy this interview. I appreciate you guys for listening. Okay, here we are. I got my first guest interview, my first guest picker. I'm here with my good buddy. One of my best friends, Noah Schlater, Noah, thank you for joining the pod. Of course. Thanks for having me. Big fan, man. Big fan. Oh, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it so much. Oh, big Iowa state fan. We're gonna be talking about that game today. I know he's gonna run his mouth a little bit, but we'll get to that at the end. I think the first game we talk about today, Notre Dame at NC State, Notre Dame, their seven and a half point favorite. Noah, what do you got going in this game?
1: Uh, I got Notre Dame minus seven and a half. NC State last week did not impress me against UConn. I bet on UConn, so I was hoping that it would be a close game. But in all reality, UConn should not have covered that 14 and a half spread. And so I just think Notre Dame, they've been on a roll. This is their second year with their head coach. Um, I just think Notre Dame's going to be a very good powerhouse this year and going to roll past NC State.
0: I like it. I like it. I'm also going with Notre Dame. I think Sam Hartman uh could win the Heisman if Notre Dame has a good season. Uh big fan of him. Uh so yeah, I'm going with Notre Dame as well. Uh we're moving on. Ole Miss minus seven at Tulane. What do you
1: got? Uh I'm also going with Ole Miss minus seven versus Tulane. I was really back and forth on this one. I f- at first had Tulane plus seven. Um but I just don't think Tulane's going to have enough juice to go against Ole Miss, and they um, they looked really well last week. Ole Miss did, so I just I just think they'll be too much for Tulane to handle and keep up with.
0: I agree, I agree. I think it's going to be a shootout for sure. I mean, it's two not very good defenses. I'd love to cheer for Tulane, but if I were to put money on it, I feel like you got to go with Ole Miss minus seven. So I am agreeing with you again, and I'm going with Ole Miss. We got A&M minus four at Miami next. You know, uh, yeah.
1: this is one of my lock of the weeks. Noah, what are you going uh, with? I know I'm going against you here. Uh, I'm going Miami plus four at home. Um, Miami's defense is just very solid, and I think that um, that's what's going to win them this game. I didn't get to catch any of the A&M games, so I could be totally wrong and say A&M and, and might win this by 30, but I just... I think Miami at home, um, just a football school right there, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you got to love the
0: Miami women down there too. Uh, but <laughs> but my lock, you know, I got A&M minus four. So I'm going to have to go against you. I think in Miami, they played 18 true freshmen last week. That's who's going to be playing again for them this week. Jimbo Fisher, Bobby Petrino, an offensive coordinator for a and I just, I think they get the job done. So there we go. We got our first mix-up. Uh, SMU at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, they're a half
1: point favorite. What do you got for this one? I got the team that won 73-0 last week. Oklahoma's <laughs> offense was unreal. And Dylan Gabriel is a beast and sneaky Heisman. I, oh, do, have I a, do have a future. I do have a future on Dylan Gabriel. I don't think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are looking past them, but um, SMU is a good team. They're running back. LJ Johnson Jr. went off last game and is really good, but I just, once again, I don't think that this small conference team is going to be able to keep up with the big boys and keep up with Oklahoma's fast, high-powered offense. I agree.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma, they weren't very good last year, but they showed signs of what they could be. And I think this year is the year for them. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to go with Oklahoma minus 16 and a half as well. Big game right here. Probably the game of the week, Texas at Alabama, Alabama, a seven point favorite. What do you think goes on down there in Tuscaloosa?
1: So I am low key, a Texas fan growing up. So I really wanted to, Um, take Texas plus seven but Bama at home night game you got to go with Bama and we saw what happened last year um, while they're at Texas Um, also Texas didn't even cover versus Rice last week and like the good (laughs) saying goes good teams win great teams cover so Mm, Bama covered last week and we're rolling with Bama this week minus seven
0: I love it yeah I just I think for Texas to win, Quinn Ewers has to have a great game. And I think Alabama secondary is super underrated this year. I think Bama, I don't know, I wouldn't say they roll them, but I think they can cover seven. I mean, I think it's a close game and Bama can get a touchdown late, something like that. But yeah, I agree, Bama minus seven for both of us.
1: Ooh, going to Lubbock, Oregon
0: minus six and a half at Texas Tech.
1: What do you think? I got Oregon on the road. I've picked a lot of favorites so far, but I'm going to stick with it. Um, Texas Tech coming off the loss to Wyoming, uh, that was just a god-awful game. And Oregon's offense looked spectacular with Bo Nix in there for his second year, I believe. Um, Their running back went off. Their wide receiver had an amazing game. I just think Oregon's offense is very good, and that's exactly what you need when you're going up against Big 12 teams.
0: Yep, yep, I agree. I think Texas Tech—they're in wounded, wounded dog mode right now. They're, they—they're back at home. It's dangerous, but I think Oregon's just that good this year. I had them ranked in my preseason top ten. I think Bo Nix is a dark horse for the Heisman. At six and a half. I think they can win that. Uh, I did think Texas Tech was going to make the Big Twelve championship after last week, after they lost me a lot of money. I hope they go zero and twelve. So I'm gonna go with Oregon minus six and a half as well.
1: Uh, I don't know why everyone was. I don't know why everyone was so on Texas Tech. I never had faith in Texas Tech going into the year. I, I don't know something about Joey McGuire. He's a good coach. That,
0: that's kind of all I liked. And that Tyler Shaw, Tyler Show, however you say it, their quarterback. He's a dog, but he kind of sucked last week. So yeah. whatever. Uh, Wisconsin minus six and a half at Washington State. This should be a good game.
1: Yeah, this one's really another toss up. Uh, I think Washington State will cover six and a half and maybe even win the game. Um, it's a home game. Uh, their QB l- last week threw for 450 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, that's pretty good. Um, and that's going to be, I know that's going to be a lot of difference going against that tough defense that Wisconsin has, but also Wisconsin's notorious for having a shitty offense. Um, so I just I think um, Washington State's gonna upset him
0: yeah I agree it's tough I'm not fully bought into Wisconsin yet with like the new coach fickle up there I don't know how they're gonna be on offense they didn't really show much against Buffalo last week kind of looked like shit Um, Mm -hmm. and I agree Cam Ward I was high on him last year and then he kind of fell off towards the end but he's a damn good quarterback I I think Six and a half is a lot of points for Washington State at home. I think their offense is just better than Wisconsin's. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Nebraska at Colorado. Colorado is a three point favorite. What do you think about that little week one
1: underdog upset win? Do you think they go through with it again? I'm definitely going to put my entire house payment on Colorado minus three and a half. I wrote down on the sheet, I said, Dion, Childer, however you say his name, Travis Hunter, dogs. Those Yo. guys are unbelievable. Travis Hunter playing both ways, like you were talking about, just a baller. We haven't seen anyone like him in a long time. Um, and then, like your cousin said, I believe, Nebraska going to Nebraska. They're not going to be able to keep up with the high, the fast-paced offense that um, Colorado has. So I'm going Colorado my three and a half at home. Yep,
0: yep, I agree. I think Colorado rolls them. I think it's going to be a shootout, honestly. I know Nebraska's offense looked bad last week, but I guess this is another one of my locks. Thank God I'm recording this after uh, the locks. But – um, yeah, I, I have over 58 and a half as a lock. I think Colorado is going to put up 40 again and Nebraska is going to have to score points to keep up with them. But yeah, I think Colorado minus three is a very, very good bet. I think the house, I think you're going to be affording a mansion by, uh, <laughs> by the end of Saturday. And then I got Illinois at Kansas, Kansas, a three point favorite Illinois, not a bad team, but what do you think about
1: this game? Can we do the under? Because <laughs> I am not confident in this pick at all, but I did KU minus three. Um, Jason Bean, their Kansas' quarterback, is a six-year senior. And um, did he replace Jalen Daniels or Jalen so, Daniels I, hurt? Do you know? Jalen
0: Daniels is probably not going to play this week. I think he got hurt week one. Oh, okay. And, yeah. But that, that Bean guy was real good last year because Jalen yeah. Adams got hurt a few times last year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this game confuses me. I think I'm going to go with Illinois plus three. Um, Blake said it in his locks. I think it's just Big Ten powerhouse football. I think Illinois has got uh, very good offense alignment, NFL offense alignment basically. And Kansas was 122nd against the run last year. I think Illinois runs all over them. Keeps it low scoring, but I think they cover the three. I think they went out right as well. So yeah. there we go, our second our second little crossover. And then the biggest game of the week, Ultimate I think the one, the, the one that we have all been waiting for here, my Iowa Hawkeyes, four-point favorites going into his Iowa State Cyclones, Ames, Iowa. Donald Trump in attendance of all people. Ah, I can't oh, 40, wait to see it. Oh, Oh, 45 in the building. Boy,
1: they're going to be – they're
0: playing for something, not just that trophy. They're playing for his approval.
1: He's, it's not his first time in Ames. He was there uh, – what was it, 2015? He was there not that long. He was also went to that game back in the day. Yeah, before, I remember he uh, was back in Ames. When he
0: was running for president, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think, Noah? Who, who do you think covers this game? Well, I'd like to hear your opinion on it.
1: You're a psychopath if you actually think that I would choose Iowa over my Cyclones. I'm definitely taking Iowa State plus four. I'm not confident that they'll win, but just like any other Iowa State, Iowa game that has been, it's been a shit show and it's been really close. Um, last week, Rocco Beck looked very comfortable. I know we were playing against you and I, but he looked very comfortable back there. Um, and we kind of held back on our other quarterback, J.J. Cole um they were kind of going to do a duo duo so let's see how um they kind of work him in um our running backs looked very solid um but our defense just dominated you and i apparently you and i had a quarterback that was an nfl prospect we made, him look, like best in Iowa. Yeah, made him look like a fool. <laughs> that I first mean, play there, of the game he
0: had his helmet off
1: <laughs> yeah that Big boy, I wrote his name down. friggin' Dominique Orange, three hundred and thirty-five pounds. RG line a, just dominated.
0: He is a semi truck lining up over there.
1: Yeah, yeah. and uh, Jeremiah Cooper had two interceptions, one taken back to the house. Some some are saying that he's the better Cooper in Iowa, better Cooper. <laughs> Jeez, I'm about to kick you that's, out of here, in that's, that's 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 what some people are saying. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be a very close game. Not high hopes, but as an Iowa State, I can always have hopes. So that's all I got. Before even jumping into the spread, I think
0: the under might be the best play here. Thirty-six and a half.
1: It's I mean, low. It's,
0: <laughs> it is low, but I'm seeing like, I mean, fuck, we do eighteen seventeen again. It hits. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know me. I have to go with my dear, my dear Iowa Hawkeyes. I. You know, I think Iowa's got something up their sleeve. I don't know if you saw what Kirk said either yesterday or today, but he's like, uh, yeah, with Cade's injury, no more QB sneaks, no more uh, designed rollouts, nothing like that.
1: Yeah, I, anyone
0: calls for that, that? I don't know. I'm thinking I'm thinking they got something up their sleeve. I think Brian's trying to keep his job. He Iowa, in my opinion, who knows, they could hit the over by themselves. Um, Brian couldn't right. even
1: put up twenty five points against
0: Utah State. <laughs> Chill out. To be real, I think Iowa covers the four, but very by very little. Like it could be fourteen to ten or fourteen to seven, or like last year. Like I know you guys won ten seven, but I mean ten to three, something like that. It could be the ugliest game of all time, and I think both of us and everybody in Iowa would have the most fun of our lives watching it. So. It's going to be a fun Saturday. I. Yeah. It's going to be I look
1: forward to crack. I look forward to cracking a beer and watching my Cyclones take down the Iowa Hawkers again for the second uh-huh. year in a row, not to mention. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go.
0: No, you guys got all the breaking rights. So I can't argue against it. You guys finally got a win after seven years. So I'll let you guys have your moment. No, no, that was. It'll be a good game. I'm excited for it. All all ten games we recap should hopefully be pretty good. Uh, I don't see a single game on there besides maybe like the Oklahoma game, maybe the Notre Dame game that is going to be a blowout. So I think I think it could be a lot of fun on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I think uh, this weekend's lineup is going to be awesome. Um, I think that. These games, this week is going to be 10 times better than last week. Plus, we get NFL on Sunday. Um, but, yep. yeah, I also got to give a shout-out to um, Kickle because um, Ryan Kelly is a bitch, and he's ruining <laughs> Jaden Daniels <laughs> in LSU. Hey, no, uh, that was no, just no, disgusting.
0: No need to hold back on this podcast. You, I don't know if you heard what I did to P.J. Fleck. You know, I – If coaches are dumbasses, they deserve to hear it. Brian Kelly literally killed a kid. That guy is a horrible human being. I'll do it right now. Brian Kelly, you're a piece of shit. I hope you get canned from LSU. You're ruining Jaden Daniels' career. Kickle, this one's for you. Brian Kelly, go to hell. There we go. I hope I never have to interview that guy. (laughs) I love it. No, but I appreciate you coming on, Noah, you know. The first guest picker, you're very, very close to my heart. I I was talking this over with Noah. I'm going to get probably eight more, eight or nine more pickers on. And I think before, I'm going to end it before the last week of the season. And then if there's a tiebreaker, uh, you guys will do a tiebreaker. And then winner gets a little bit of a cash prize. I'm not going to say how much I told him, but. You guys don't deserve to know quite yet.
1: It's big money. Big money. I'll say that. Big money.
0: Double digits. (laughs) No, but I appreciate you coming on, Noah. I
1: appreciate you having me, my man. Good luck this week, buddy. Thanks, man.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Uh, I had a lot of fun recording it, me and my buddy. Shot the shit for a little bit. That's all that matters. That's all I was trying to do, just to have a little fun with it. So, again, thank you guys for listening. This is your boy, Hunter Mickles. That was another episode of Sniffin' Lines. Peace.